biometric data accepted. Start recording. Okay, so I could be thrown in prison just for making this, but I need to document what's happening. Three years ago, I was brought in from the private sector to the Sun Sphere. Some kind of military contract, AI work. It seemed routine at first, just getting more out of the AI and making improvements, that sort of thing. And then, God, then one day this beat-to-hell mech shows up and, God, that's when everything changed. Tuning into the room where it happens, an actual play. <laughs> what? Me doing the thing? <laughs> I wish Everyone... you had never told me <laughs> that you did Bob like you I didn't bird. notice you never noticed me do it. <laughs> hey, we're the room where it happens. <laughs> actual play podcast built on communal world building and having fun with and friends. We have not start. changed. Welcome back. <laughs> um, Welcome back. There wasn't a break. <laughs> we did lose someone. We do need to go over that. Yep. Um,. Not like literally, and just like no, yeah, no, no, she's, yeah she's still alive. She's not on the show right now. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> she still lives though. This week we're going to be <laughs> starting our game of uh, Scum and Villainy by Stras Asimo- uh, Asimo- Asimovic. Stras Asimovic, I think I may be pronouncing it wrong. I'm sorry, Stras uh, and John Labouf Little. Is it um, Fish Edition though? Uh, fish Edition Scum and Villainy. Um, We've already hacked it. We've already hacked it because Sorry. we're adding in elements of Beam Saber by oh, fuck Austin Get, Ramsey, I right? Ramsey? Yeah, I think it's Austin Ramsey. Ninety percent sure it's Austin. I, Ramsey. D- I feel like I just heard yes. Austin Walker yes. say this several yes. times. Yes. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, combination scum and villainy and Beam Saber. Uh, with me, per usual, uh, is. Andrew coming in the front door. What up? <laughs> hey, what? Oh, I love you so much. Oh, we were out. Oh, thank you. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag goals. Aww. I don't want to go get boba tea. Uh, All right, me, so we got to go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with me, as always, uh, 
is Danielle. Hi, I'm Danielle. I use she, her pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at RedtailTalk90, and you can find the games that I write at RedtailTalk90.itch.io. And Richard? Hi, I'm Richard. I use he, him pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Corvus underscore Azure. And Anya? I'm Anya. I use they, them pronouns, and you can find me on Twitter at aka Anya, and you can hopefully find the updated website at RumorPod.com. And Shannon. Hi, I'm Shannon. I use she, her pronouns, and you can find me on Twitter at Big Mom Energy. And I'm Brian. I GM this thing. If you want to interact with the podcast, you can hit us up on Twitter. Uh, we're at RoomwarePod. Uh, you can find our Instagram also at RoomwarePod. Uh, our cool website, like Anya just said, uh, RoomwarePod.com. And if you like what we do and you want to throw dollars at us, um, we would greatly appreciate it. You can find our Patreon at RoomwarePod.cash. Uh, please give me money so I can continue to pay for the domain name. Right now, we don't have Amber on the show. Um, if you do want to hear Amber, if you loved Amber as much as we do, uh, you can hear Amber. Uh, she's going to be on our other show, Dumb Kids Playing Hero. That episode might already be out by the time you're listening to this. Is this the it alternate might, Yeah, thing? It, it might be will. about the same time. Yeah. I think she might also be part of the Kingdom Gaming playing planning though, so okay. that'll be a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. So there's you'll hear you can hear Amber on Dumb Kids Playing Hero. Um so that that is that's super fun. Um but like I said, we're going to be playing Scum and Villainy this season. We are going to be moving our cyberpunk fantasy industrial Charles Dickens hell world <laughs> to the back burner for a little while. We might visit it sometime in the future. They're doing fine now. They're doing fine now, we frankly. We saved everyone's yeah. lives. Yeah, they saved the world for now. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> um, and we're going to be moving to space. Uh, this season is titled The Bleed. Um, it will take place in a very far ahead future where mankind has taken to space uh, expanded far beyond the soul system uh, and started a new version of humanity out on the stars. We will be taking place, we, our game will be taking place on the frontier of that society uh, called the Bleed, short for the Bleeding Edge. Um, it's a place where where spacefaring technology kind of bumps up against a more rustic or rural life um basically think our inspirations for this season are firefly obviously uh the mandalorian slash solo um the video game series titanfall uh the expanse Expanse, cowboy bebop uh those sorts of things um we're also taking heavy inspiration from uh from our kind of our own home where this this kind of frontier expansion looks far less like the wild west and more like the hills of appalachia um so so yeah so that's kind of the world that we're uh so that's kind of the world that we're we're going to be functioning in so this right now is going to be kind of our session zero character introduction working out the last little bits of our character um like our character information um so you guys want to just go around and introduce your characters and then we'll kind of take it from there what all do you want us to say about our characters um 
say character's name, give a like kind of a brief description of them, talk about your class. Okay. Um, Should we just run down the major points on the character sheet? Well, that's kind of what I'm asking. Like yeah, I guess our so. abilities and our where our points are and stuff too, or um, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. That's good to keep, I guess, in mind. Do you guys want to? I don't. Yeah, care. and we also have friends and connections too. Yeah, okay. I think it seems normal to just run through it all. Okay, cool. Yeah. Kick us off, Danielle. Okay, uh, I am playing Awain Evans, uh, spelled Owain. Uh, they use they/them pronouns. Uh, their call sign is Kestrel. Uh, they are the pilot playbook uh, in Scum and Villainy. Um, a ship handling wizard and danger addict. Uh, they come from a rich core family. Um, but they defect. They they were part of the U- UPRC uh, military and flew for them, uh, but defected towards the end of the war and then came out to the bleed and haven't gone back since. Uh, they have, as far as their abilities go, they have one point in hack, one point in rig, two points in helm, two points in scrap, and one point in consort. Uh they are uh, tallish and um, kind of willowy. Uh, they have brown skin, frizzy red hair, uh, and a whole bunch of freckles. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, look kind of severe all the time. Like, they definitely have resting bitch face. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they also uh, have hereditary spastic paraplegia, and they use a wheelchair. And they have a service dog named Madigan, uh, Mads for short. Did I hit everything? Yeah. Do you want to do What's your... the name of the... And you're the pilot of our theoretical spaceship. Yeah. What's the name of our spaceship? The spaceship is the Wyvern. Wyvern. Okay. We're going to come back and talk about vehicles, but I feel like that's important yeah. for a spacefaring crew to know what the spaceship is. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do your abilities or connections or... Oh, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. my abilities are ace pilot and keen eye. Uh, so I'm really good at going fast. Gotta go fast. Um, and I am Owain good. Owain has, uh, a wine. Sorry. I'm going to say Owain every uh, time. Yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs> a wine. A wine. We were joking about this before. A wine, a wine, I assume, I'm assuming a wine has, uh, their sonic OC spray painted on the side of the Kestrel. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they also are good at firing ship guns and making tri- trick shots. Um, their contacts, um, they have a negative relationship with Davith Evans, who is their dad mm-hmm. and is also a UPRC general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have a amorphous relationship with a childhood friend uh, named Angarod with severity comes grace. Um uh, she's a childhood friend slash ex-lover slash who knows. Uh, and it's complicated it's, on it's, Facebook. It's complicated on Facebook. <laughs> on space Facebook, sorry. Uh, and, Don't want to get sued. And <laughs> Spacebook. Spacebook. Yes. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Nailed it. We're already there, guys. Yes. Yep. Get Space uh, Waffle House, too. Oh, yeah. Spaffle House. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but they have a positive and negative relationship with her because they don't, they don't know. They don't know what they're doing. They pull uh, up in a space glade. 
Man, we could do this all year. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Oh, yes. Mm, settle in, guys. It's going to be a long ride. You, um, you think you got tired of fantasy. Mm-hmm. Is there anything? Feel good? Okay. Yeah, I feel pretty good. Richard, tell us about your character. Um, I'm playing uh, Dr. Carrie Moran. Uh, they, them pronouns. Um, call sign is Cicatrice. Um, let's see. Stats are... I'm playing a stitch, the doctor of the crew. Um, two in doctor, one in study, one in helm, two in scrap, one in sway. Um, my, it would have been hilarious if you were the stitch, but you had like just no pips in doctor. You were yeah. the doctor of the crew. Anyways, go My abilities are, damn it, I'm a doctor, not a blank. God, I love this ability. <laughs> and combat medic. Um Carrie, what does combat medic do? I'm familiar with I'm a doctor, but not a blank, but I'm not familiar with combat medic. I can expend my special armor to resist any consequences while tending to a patient. Ah, okay, cool. Sounds and good. And if I uh, use doctor on someone while in combat, I clear one stress. Okay, cool. Um, Carrie was also born in the core um, from a middling family that was trying to raise their lot in life. Um they decided they didn't want anything to do with that, and as soon as they finished their residency, they were out of there, hopped a ship, went to the bleed, and never looked back. Um, when the Civil War broke out, they signed up day one mm-hmm. um, and served as a combat surgeon during the war. How old is Carrie? Uh, late 50s. Okay. So what I was uh, about to say, I feel like Carrie seems like they're the elder of the crew, mostly because they had to go through a full residency. So, yep. <laughs> um, they're about they're middling height, five eight, five nine, very stocky, um, long gray hair. Um, at first, it looks like one side of it is shaved, um, but when you look closely, it's covered in a very elaborate tattoo that is the uh, planet and gate system that we live in. Oh, nice. Um, and if you look even closer, the tattoo is covering a extensive scarring. Um, how old was a wine? Uh, l- mid to late thirties. Mid to late thirties. Okay, cool. Cool. Anything else? Uh, I think that's about it. Oh, who are your, oh yes. Yeah, your rival in your, uh, oh, your my rivals. Yes. ally or friend or frenemy okay. or. Um, I have a fairly <laughs> negative relationship with a Dr. Bogenbroom. Uh, who, who was a? Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I find that name so funny. <laughs> Anyways, uh, who was a quote unquote colleague during the war, um, and now does the same. They didn't get along during the war. They definitely don't get along after, and they're kind of competitive in the traveling around on ships, being a freelance doctor circuit. It's a pretty competitive field. Yep, <laughs> there's not a lot of us. <laughs> Um, and then Thus making it competitive. <laughs> and then as my ally, um, during the war, um, I treated against, uh, actually specifically against Dr. Bogenbroom's commands, a, uh, member of the Corps military who is now raised up to the rank of Colonel. Um, we became friends during the treatment mm-hmm. period, uh, and still keep in touch after they now command one of the, uh, Patrol routes of the uh, core military. Keeping an army lead. Colonel Jovanka. Spell that. J O V A N K A. Pronouns. 
she, her. Thank you. Cool. Anything else? That's it. All right. Anya, tell us about your character. So I am playing the Wraith Industries Technical Engineering Robot Unit number 619 Omega. They go by Winter for short. Uh, they, them, pro, pro, programs, pronouns, <laughs> programs, <laughs> that tracks. Uh, they are a mechanic, uh, a gearhead, and a hacker. Um, their layout, they've got one in hack, two in rig, one in study, one in scramble, scrap, and sway. Um, they're... Oh, they're good at fighty. I put some in fighty because I figured they're a robot. Yeah. Like, that, getting, you know what... If they're punching someone, it's yeah. probably going to hurt a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So I went ahead and put that's one fair. there. Um, so they are, um, like, I guess I can start with their background since I mentioned they're a mechanic. Mm-hmm. Their background is labor. They were a robot built to provide ship maintenance, and um, their heritage is manufactured. My creators assigned me to Awan Ship, and when they left, so did I. Um, their look, their worn metal, and just fucking tall, slender and tall and lanky. Um, I, I imagine they're really good at getting under things and reaching the very center of like, like fucking. I'm Are just they like Thisbe tall? They're like seven feet. Okay, is what I've they're got. Th- shorter than Thisbe, then yeah. Yeah, they're shorter than Thisbe. Nothing's um, as big as Thisbe, I guess. They're also much slender. So from Mo. Much more slender, um, but. They're also, like, friendly looking. Like, even though they are tall, they don't look that intimidating because mm-hmm. they're just, like, a lanky ship repair robot. Um, my, like, face claim that I'm picturing for them is the Pathfinder from Apex <laughs> my Legends. face claim for the robot? I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, okay, so, like... It's not usually what you say about robots. <laughs> like, my... Yeah, my I get ch- what you mean. My chassis claim. And but like so how the Pathfinder has a monitor in their like chestal region. Right, like the mono eye. Um well they've got like the chest monitor. Mm-hmm. No, no, like Pathfinder only has one eye. Yeah, so no, yeah. they They my, have like a normal No, face, um so. no. Mm-hmm. So you know how the Pathfinder has like the chestal monitor thing yeah. that like displays messages and stuff. Basically, Winter moved that up to the head, so it's kind of like a commute, a computer oh, so monitor you, head. You look kind of like the robot from Fooly Cooly. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> find it, Richard. I, I think did... you'll, I think you'll be like, that's it. That's my robot. <laughs> There's so many robots. Uh, I tried. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, their their face is like a monitor that can convey emotions, but like. Because that makes humans feel good. But also... How big um, of a monitor? I feel like it's pretty... Um, yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Look up that robot they just said. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's pretty... Um, the word I'm looking for, I can't figure out. But like compared to their body, it looks correct. Okay, so it's like proportionally sized. Proportional is the yeah. word I was looking for. Okay. Um, so but, it's roughly the size of a human head. Kind of a little bit bigger, more square. So the square makes it bigger than a human head. Is it full color or like a monochromatic CRT? Um, I'm picturing like like text adventure games on a computer where it's like a black screen and like the white text over it. Okay, um, cool. Sometimes like green text and stuff if there's important things you need to notice. Um, and they're like, it's like, so it's like a darker screen. It doesn't hurt your eyes to look at. Um, <laughs> and they can convey like, Emotions. Winter is set to dark mode. Yes. Yeah, okay. So they can convey emotions through that, but they can also like display text or information if right. they need to there. And they talk, 
Just like, they do talk. Yeah, yes. yeah, they just talk like normal. Okay, cool. They cool. do talk, but like if you need a map, you can pull it up on Winter's face, I guess. Um, <laughs> so there's that's them. Um, we didn't do our vices, did we? So I won't do no. that. Yeah, well, we'll get to we'll get to vices when we get to vices. Oh, one more thing before I do their abilities, mm-hmm. they have a genius pet. Mm-hmm. Um, their genius pet is Beagle the Basset Hound. He him. Um, he's a Basset Hound, but uh, Winter doesn't <laughs> know things. So Winter is just like, you have the right colorings of a beagle. You are probably a beagle. Your name is Beagle now. So Beagle the Basset Hound is um, 10 months old and he is specifically a genius pet. Like he knows commands if Winter, like he helps Winter in the bay when Winter is repairing stuff. So if Winter is like, go get me exactly this tool, Beagle will go get exactly that tool. For those playing along at home, we replaced the mechanics robot with a dog. (laughs) (laughs) It's less functional than a robot. I have made sure that it's less functional than a robot. I'm on my uh, my fucking space bullshit. Listen, if like, the dog gets hands, I'm out. The dog doesn't get hands. Dog with hands or cat with human face. Fucking look, <laughs> Cowboy Bebop has told me that every space story needs a dog, and now we have two, and they can have. Discourse. You know what? I can't. I can't argue with that logic. So <laughs> it's valid. We're double as good as Cowboy Bebop. Take that. Uh, although tacos. I imagine Mads is more like, God, this puppy is annoying. <laughs> did, like, did we say Mads breed? What's Mads oh, breed? Oh, Mads is a Great Dane. Great Dane. Oh, of course. <laughs> because so, of who I am as a person. Like this 125-pound dog and then this 20-pound, be- uh, yeah. not beagle, placid hound. Yeah. Listen, y'all. But like um, real talk, uh, Mads is a Great Dane because they're very tall and also very sturdy. And so they can be, they're used frequently as mobility assistance dogs. Mm. Um, for like, uh, not just for like traditional service dog, uh, jobs. Um, so yeah, winter's abilities. Um, I'm starting with tinker. So when I work on a clock with rig or hack, or when I study a schematic, fill plus one segment. Mm -hmm. And my special ability is bailing wire and mech tape. So I get an extra downtime activity to repair and doing so cost me zero cred. Um, Did they change the name of it? I thought that Billy was called bailing wire and duct tape. It says mech tape on mine. I think they may they may have changed it from the alpha version of Scum and Villainy the last time I like really dove into things for uh, copyright reasons. Maybe du- duct tape is like an actual copyrighted. Yeah, yeah. It's technically duct tape, like D U C T. Yeah. So. Um, and then their friends, they are pos- They have a positive relationship with Slice, a junkyard owner. I feel like a mechanic could use a good positive junkyard relationship. Mm-hmm. And they have a negative relationship with Stev, a gambler of ill repute. And the way I picture that went is like on one of our just stops, Winter was like, I'll try gambling. And then like <laughs> saw the the gambler mm-hmm. like doing some cheating and right. was just like, I have noticed that you were doing this and like just said it at the table. <laughs> and that didn't go over well. <laughs> um, so for the record... As of right this second, it's not 100% true in the fiction, but River is unique. Winter. 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 I'm going to keep doing it. (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing this for months, y'all. The the presence of self-aware machines and AI are not common to the point of being almost almost unheard of. And as far Um, as like... The people who built me are concerned. I am a lost asset 
that was assigned to the ship, and I didn't run away. True. I have been stolen, I True. guess. They're, also, to Winter's manufacturers, they have no idea that Winter's become self-aware. Either. Yeah. It's yeah. not like Winter's, can, like, it's not like Winter is on the run. Like, yeah. there's no wanter posters for it. Don't, do you see that, like, this, dog, this, robot? this <laughs> dog and robot combo? Please call this number. So, that's a, something we'll be exploring as the season goes on, especially if you've listened to the Building the Bleed stuff. Um, we've tweaked things so they're not, they're a robot, there's a, a robot person, not robot people. Yeah, Get what right. I mean? Yeah. Now, it's not to say that we won't meet some other robot persons, but as of right now, as far as the crew is concerned, from a storytelling perspective, River is... Winter. Winter. <laughs> Winter is... Just put a name tag on. The, uh, I don't think Winter notices anything is weird either. Winter mm-hmm. is just like, what? Why are you telling me to stop saying this thing I'm saying? Oh, and why? Don't push me away. Well, no, and just, oh, I'm like, let's go over here now. Also, when we <laughs> talked about it, the crew has varying levels of realization that Winter is different from yeah. other robots. Yeah. yeah. Um, Everybody realizes on some level, Winter is different. I almost corrected myself from Winter to River. The, uh, <laughs> uh, but I'm I, not renaming my character. I came I don't up with want, an acronym. I don't want you to. I'm just dumb. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> um, everybody realizes on some level, Winter is different from other robots. But everyone's level of acceptance of what's going on is different. I mean, yeah. Beagle's yeah. different from other puppies. <laughs> sure. The um. Yeah, but we've all met smart dogs before. Have <laughs> <laughs> you met a robot you can have a conversation with in real life? Well, I definitely try to converse with the self-checkouts at Kroger's when they're being jerks. <laughs> That's fair. That's a good point. I'm just standing in front of a self-checkout yelling that there's no foreign object in the bagging area. <laughs> okay. But, um, okay. And Shannon. Hi, I'm Shannon, and I am going to be playing Molly McGee, who is a scoundrel, a scrappy and lucky scoundrel. Um, Molly has bright red curly hair, and she is wearing a slim black jacket and tight pants and boots and double low-slung belt holsters for her pistols. Um, She is um, exactly like what you want to think a space scoundrel is like. Um, her background, her heritage is colonist and her background is labor. Um, Molly is from a very small, very secluded mining community called Sunbright on Hazard. Um, and they're unique in the fact that they have such limited, um, access to technology that they're actually back there mining, mining by hand, um, which makes it a lot more dangerous, um, and but also they're able to get at um, ores that you might not be able to get at with with machines. So what they're doing is valuable. Um, they since they are so isolated, they're seen as backwards by the rest of the bleed. Like by bleed standards, they're backwards. Um, and so being from there is something that Molly tends to hide because. Um, people would automatically assume that she's dumb um, if she if she let on. But really, it is a very rich culture. And one of the things that, that marks it out um, is that there is no sex taboo 
in this culture. Um, so Molly is very forward in that way. Um, she doesn't, if, if you, if you hear about her connections, more than likely they're her connections because they have been or are currently her lovers. Um, so um, when I when I conceptualized Molly, what I'm going for is um, part Jack Harkness um, and and part the Matthew McConaughey character from um, from Dazed and Confused without the creepiness. <laughs> um, so take that creepiness and put it in the corner and add it and Don't add. Like- Add what's five percent of that character. <laughs> add what's left. To, add add the chill to Jack. Oh, Harkness. so just Matthew McConaughey? I, I don't yeah. know. I guess. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh my god! All right. right, right. So anyway, um, Molly's um, vice is gambling, and the purveyor is just wherever that happens. Um, and <laughs> um, her abilities are serendipitous. Um, the crew starts with plus one gambit when the pool resets. And never tell me the odds. She generates gambits on desperate rolls and can also generate gambits even when she's spent a gambit. Um, it's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a borderline broken ability in this yep. game, too. I've, yep. <laughs> She's just real lucky, y'all. We're oh, rolling in gambits. Her her um, call sign is Lucky Strike. Um, she's got. Let me see. Um, her her skills. Um, she's got one in Helm, two in Scramble, one in Scrap, one in Skulk, and two in Sway. She's also a free runner. Um, if yeah, parkour, what have you. That's something that um, that Molly really enjoys. So. Being in the Sunbright community was just not for her. Um, it was too isolated. She wanted to get out. She wanted to explore. And so um, she left, and she wound up joining um, the the Bleed um, faction in, in the war and um, actually became a POW, um, which is where she met Awine and Winter and... I don't know if we figured out if that's where we also met Carrie. No, we no. met Carrie later. Yeah, okay, like, Carrie comes along later. <laughs> but um, um, and and she got out, and is of is of the the feeling that the past needs to be left in the past, and she's going to enjoy what she's got, and she's just very happy go lucky and carefree. Um, so friends, she's got Magda Earthenhouse, she her pronouns, who is the madam of the Laughing Swain brothel. Um, we've got uh, that's a positive relationship. We've got a positive relationship with Blessing Gentry, is just a bartender somewhere. I haven't figured that out yet with they them pronouns. That's a good name. I've got a. This NPC generator is so fire. good. Yeah. <laughs> um, positive relationship with Lament Dougherty, um, who has she/her pronouns and is a customs slash imports officer. Probably that we can use to grease the wheels of getting stuff in and out of places. And then um, negative relationships. We've got a um, Maddox Do-Good, who is he/him and rival gambler and smuggler. My Lando, maybe. Um, 
And then we've got um, we've got Reese Ellis. They them pronouns. Who is the law enforcement officer who has it in for Ms. Molly McGee? You have so, so many NPCs attached to you. Mm. She's very <laughs> social. Yeah. See, it honestly like like oh wow, did, like you just did all of them. But honestly, it makes sense for your character. Yeah. So Molly Molly loves people, mm-hmm. except the ones that she wants to punch in the face. So there you go. Um, cool. Did we? Uh, did everyone else do their vices? No. Okay. I think it was just in Shannon's list. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do we need to, or do we nah. want to leave those? Well, nah, that's I'll fine. Leave it. It's fine. Not a big okay. deal. The okay. So now we need to settle crew bonds. Stuff. Hmm? Oh, yeah, bonds and crew stuff. Bonds and crew stuff. Let's do bonds, and then we'll do crew stuff. Okay. Um. So everybody needs a bond with everybody else. Uh. Yep. Basically. Um, Gonna copy this from the bean saver. Um, <laughs> um, is that in the book somewhere? Uh, how to make bonds? Or I guess it's just like making bonds anywhere else. But yeah, 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 you're just your relationship with the person. Well, Awan and mine is easy. So if you want to go ahead and do that one, we can. Mm-hmm. It's not like doing it to the person on your left, is mm-hmm. it? No, you yeah. just you need to. Have a bond with everybody else in the crew. Okay, well, can I go ahead and start and get mine with Awan? Yeah, mm-hmm. go for it. Where, where on the spreadsheet are the bonds? Uh, they're not. Um, I'll I'm, just put them in I'm notes. actually, I'm, yeah, I'm about to copy over my notes part with the bonds from. Ha! Ah, Beam Saber. So, one of the things <laughs> we're going to be stealing with Beam Saber, by the way, I would like to um, shout out Austin Ramsey for making probably. Like Again, the most interesting in hack too. of Blades in the Dark I'm to come along since Scum and Villainy, mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest. Because uh, if it weren't built from the ground up for a military specific setting, I'd probably we, we would probably be going with Blades in the Dark. Um, but Austin Beam has Saber. created, huh? Beam, Beam Saber. Beam Saber, right. Did I say Blades in the Dark? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. The, so we would be going with Beam Saber, but like Austin has built off the 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 bones of Blades in the Dark, uh, a game that exemplifies, I think, like, a group of people who really give a shit about each other really well. And to that to that sense, we're going to be taking the um, the relationship clocks from Beam Saber and sort of applying them here. Uh, we'll get into the minutia of that later on down the line when it's mechanically effective. Yeah. Um, um, so I've mm-hmm. made one for Awine. Okay, um, what's your bond with Awine? I take it it doesn't have to be the same on your it end. So. No, no, yeah, they are not. Yeah, they're not uh, symmetrical. My bond with Awine is I was assigned to their ship, and when they defected, so did I. I trust their judgment and morals. Nice. Uh, mine with Winter is going to be. Um, There, I will protect this robot. Yeah, essentially. Uh, like, I'm not... They're different somehow. I'm not sure how. Um, but I need to protect them. Is essentially Aww. what it is. <laughs> Winter holding Beagle with puppy eyes, both of them like... <laughs> robot Baby Yoda. Yep. Very Can't tall. Can't wait for some stormtroopers to punch you and then everybody Very get tall. mad at those actors. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, cool. Okay. Okay. 
anybody else have bonds with anybody else? Um, Molly has mm-hmm. um, bond with o- Owine. Owine. Um, gosh, why did you? Uh, why? <laughs> why? Why, uh, Danielle? Owine. Owine. It's like refreshing. Owine. So um, we met um, when I was a POW and you were a guard slash pilot, I mm-hmm. guess, at... Um, um, and on my side, um, Owen got me out of a bad situation and is in general a good egg, and I owe them a solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about them having had a fling at some point? I feel fine with that. Yeah, like it's not it's not current, but it's just like a thing that they tried once, and we're like, mm, nah, Molly's good. <laughs> it's whatever. You know, it was yeah. fun. Let's just have some fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think my bond with Molly's going to be like... All of my relationships are positive. I'm sorry. No, it's good. They should. They can be positive. I know, but you want drama. <laughs> the drama is when they, they shift from positive to not positive. When the character does something to, to question. Yeah. Oh, you know, shit. Okay. Yeah. There's uh. our complexity. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's the nice thing about the relationship being a clock is that clock can just signify the evolution of that bond yeah I feel like for Molly it's gonna be something like um, I trust you to have my back yeah cool Carrie, what's your bond with Awan? <laughs> Might as well. Um. <clears throat> Reagan, this is real easy on Danielle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or anybody. You can do anybody no, else. Just, I don't. Yeah. Just give me a minute. Um, <laughs> I think tr- uh, Carrie trusts Awan to be a good boss and keep them moving and. Basically, Carrie just didn't want to be in one place too long, and Owain makes that happen. Okay. Can you get that a little bit more concise? Like, Owain, like, enables your rambling or something like that. (laughs) Sure, we'll go with that. (laughs) Okay. Easier to type that way. Um, I like the setup of typing them like a statement and then the belief. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Been listening to too much Friends at the Table. Not, not a thing. <laughs> I say is somebody who's listened to I think all of their content. <laughs> well, except for the stuff I don't have the Patreon level for. I guess. Um, I think with Carrie. I think with Carrie, it's it, it's nice it's nice to have a level head on board the ship. <laughs> what do you mean? My head is very level. <laughs> I'm including got, myself probably, in that statement. It's probably slightly domed because like CRTs are not yeah. har 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 har. <laughs> but itself is level. <laughs> um, I think that. Um, 
Molly's um, bond with um, Carrie is that Molly sees them as kind of um, not a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> well, this is going to be entertaining. The banjo playing doctor is not... Uh, <laughs> I don't think we mentioned that. Carrie plays the banjo. Yeah. yeah. Oh my it's God. on the miniature yeah, Richard they, has. They go around and sing folk songs. They sing Irish work songs to get all the workers riled up. Yeah. And uni- <laughs> they go around unionizing all of the workers. Unionizing <laughs> and giving out flu shots. I just like the image of Winter just like clapping off feet along. I'm like, this is Aww. great. River claps on the one and the three. Yeah. Like that's the... Winter. <laughs> Winter. Winter. <laughs> Do I need to write a new acronym? Winter. <laughs> I'll, I'll internalize these. I'll get there. I'm sorry. Okay. So Molly... Molly thinks that Carrie is a little too serious, maybe needs to relax a little bit. <laughs> As like Carrie in the background, like, skips by playing the banjo. <laughs> Doesn't, res- well, maybe just, um, well, no. With Winter following that. along behind, clapping. <laughs> but but also, you know, it's good, it's good to have a doctor on board because Molly gets hurt a lot. So she kind of keeps it to herself. <laughs> um... Carrie thinks of Molly as a delightful force of chaos that keeps life interesting and causes trouble. <laughs> delightful trouble. Oh, so. kind of like you feel about me in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Are we doing it again? <laughs> oh no. In which Shannon is playing herself. And... I'm not playing myself. Well, okay. so, I think it's just me with both of y'all now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Um, I have bonds for both of y'all. Okay. Ah. Uh, for Molly. Gotta scroll the way back. Okay. Uh, she opened my eyes to the true evils of this world. I want to see her succeed and help her in any way I can. Aw. Aw. Look, Robot thinks nice things about y'all. Um, and for Carrie, Carrie takes their work seriously. I would trust them with my synthetic life. <laughs> You want to go first? No, you go ahead. Okay. Um, so Molly doesn't quite know what to make of Winter because Molly, because Tech is not Molly's um, forte. Um, but um, so so I'm Molly. Mo- like, coffee maker's got emotions again. Right. <laughs> right. Winter walking him with a cup of coffee like rude. <laughs> right. Like Molly. Molly isn't mean to Winter, but also. Is I, I think Molly's the most blind on the ship to to Winter's sentience. Cool. Ma'am, that is quite rude. Here's but, your coffee. But not mean. She's not mean. Yeah. You know, I don't go around yelling at my coffee maker. <laughs> <laughs> Can I change my bond? <laughs> I would already like to make it negative. No, look, see, it's already a negative. It's... She is the evil in the world. No, she <laughs> only We found her in a prisoner of war situation she's the reason winter was like oh these people are bad let's, but now let's give ourselves room for discovery and character development can i have a secondary bond that says molly calls me the coffee maker and i wish her harm sometimes <laughs> molly does not call you the coffee maker you're more like a forklift frankly it's more like google winter lifting up heavy objects like i take slight offense to that hey siri <laughs> What about you, Carrie? 
Um, Carrie spent a lot of time driving a mech mm-hmm. during the war and is very aware of... And currently. Uh, and currently. <laughs> uh, and is very aware of the uh, AI systems in the mechs. And so has probably picked up more on winter than some of the others. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that your bond? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase it. Sorry. I'm, okay. Uh, and so is very protective of Winter and dedicated to keeping their secret. Okay. Cool. Nice. I am nice robot, not coffee maker. <laughs> um, as Richard put out there, um, we are also we also have mechs in this game because I love Titanfall. So much. Please. Please respond, make Titanfall 3. Please. I love Apex Legends a lot, but you got a lot of Apex Legends money now. EA? EA, you got to do something not evil for once. <laughs> you made that good Star Wars game. Let them make a good Titanfall game. And don't dump it in the end of the year. The, um... You're- so what they did in Titanfall 2, they sabotaged Titanfall anyways. You remember when we called out uh, the creator of D&D? Well, this season will be a little bit different. <laughs> Fight me, EA. <laughs> For real, I guess I feel like everyone will join in with me on that. Oh, yeah. 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 EA's destroyed so many lives. The um, But we're, uh, we have mechs. Um, we are using the mech and vehicle um, mechanics from Beam Saber because Scum and Villainy does not... Do mess. Yeah. It's fine. It's a, that's not a knock against scum and villainy. This is realistically a knock against us because we just can't just play a fucking system. <laughs> the um, no. Um. So Carrie has a mech. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the name of your mech, Carrie? Uh, Caduceus. Uh, God, nick- what? <laughs> nicknamed Caddy. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. Uh. Caddy is a standard infantry mech that Carrie had modified to be basically a mobile ambulance. Okay. Um, got a couple of life support pods strapped to the back. Sounds good. And what, the big shield thing, too, you said? Yeah, a big shield thing, mm-hmm. uh, and then a standard machine gun. Right. It's like Lifeline, basically. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> right. When you described it, I was like, oh, it's like Lifeline. Richard's like, wait. Damn oh, it, it is like Lifeline. <laughs> In which we all just play the cast of uh, Apex Legends. Again, I still want my royalties for Korra. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, and Molly has a mech. What's uh, your your mech, Molly? Molly has a mech. Its name is Bandit, and it's a modified scout mech. Um, it's bipedal. It can fly. It has humanoid arms and weaponized hands and a sealed glass cockpit. <laughs> Light armor. Gun sleek hands. detail. Wait, Grapnel. does it not have fingers? Grapnel, No. It's got it's, gun hands? It's a scout. It's a scout. It doesn't need to pick things up. Okay. But it does need mech. hands. It, <laughs> it needs arms, and it's got gun arms. So th- this is this is much more like a mech warrior mech, but sure. smaller. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's got, it, it's, it's, for, it's for maneuverability mm-hmm. and, and surveillance, mostly, and getting in and out of places real fast. If I could replace my Driving arms with guns, I would. But how is your mech going to pick you up and hold you? More like a timber wolf, right? Isn't that the scout mech? Winter picks up Molly yeah, and yeah. holds her while Molly screams, or put me down. It's, uh, it's an Irby. <laughs> <laughs> it is not an Irby. We're not having it's an, an Irby. Irby. No. Uh, <laughs> it's an Irby with a trick out engine. The, uh, and Winter 
doesn't have a mech. I have a dog. Winter has a dog. Um, Beagle the Basset Hound. What were the quirks of your of your dog again? Does the dog have quirks? Oh, the dog's quirks are uh, named Beagle the mm-hmm. Basset Hound. Is a Basset Hound. Is a Basset Hound. Loves winter. Loves winter. There we go. That's the three dog quirks. Also uh, genius, I guess. Like it specifically is called a genius. Pet. No, I like those other three. That's you only right. get three, so. I mean, the, uh, it is specifically called four? a genius. Yeah, oh, four. So it's okay, a genius. And a genius. Um, and uh, Awan has the Kestrel, which is the ship. The wyvern. The wyvern. The wyvern. What's the Kestrel? Though? Call Their sign. Call sign is Kestrel. Kestrel. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. I'll get. Yeah. I'll get there. I I still don't really understand why you have both a mech name and also a call sign, but it's fine. <laughs> Could you... Well, theoretically, <laughs> your... You name your... You name... People give you... so People give you the call sign. Yeah, I know that yeah, much. Yeah, so that's why you're not called whatever you're... You name your plane. Other people name you. That's... Yeah. Yeah. I you're also, you, regardless of which plane you're in. Yeah. Yeah. Other people named me as well. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, the vehicle is the Wyvern. Uh, it is a Dire Wolf armored cruiser that has been modified because uh, they stole it from Uprick. Uprick mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, ran away with it. And then uh, Winter can. Proceeded to modify it within an inch of its life. Um, it's patchwork, but sleek and well-maintained. It has a sturdy body with maneuverable wings. Uh, if you've seen Jupiter, Jupiter Ascending, uh, then think about the like little fighter ones with the very maneuverable wings that can change shape and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's but, what I was kind of visioning for But I wings. imagine much bigger because two mechs bigger. live in this. Yeah, but it's much yeah. bigger. Like the a body, seven-foot robot. Yeah, it's like the body itself is is kind of stocky and, and <laughs> squarish to fit like all the mechs and stuff. And the mm-hmm. wings are just like extra maneuverable in order to be able to maneuver this like big cool. tank. And I'm head. assuming it's like a... It's like a VTOL, like kind of like the like you know a VTOL, a vertical takeoff and landing vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, the Firefly. And to be clear, or the Serenity. Yeah. Uh, to be clear, Winter's Vice is making upgrades to the ship, but these are not useful. Well, they're useful, but they're not tactically useful. Like Winter, <laughs> they're wants, like heated seats. Yeah, Winter yeah. wants yeah. <laughs> to make the environment more comfortable for the humans, so they like installed cup holders and put like some like attractive paint jobs but up. They're, they're not useful to the point where it actually upgrades crew quarters either for the ship. No, no so. it's it's definitely <laughs> like your kid made something and you put it on the fridge. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, my, my robot Aww. installed this cup holder that doesn't actually work. Don't it's put made a out drink. of macaroni. Don't put a drink <laughs> in that cup holder. <laughs> um... Like I definitely so have engineering posters that I gifts. never use. Yeah. So, <laughs> now we need to... Do crew. Do crew. Okay. So there are three types of crew in Scum and Villainy. You know what the page of that song is? No. Okay. I'm just going to flip through the book until I see it. Uh, actually, I have it close here. I need to get some uh, hoobie doobies. Page Stickies. Yeah, 122. Hoobie doobies is, is the technical some, term. Yeah, well, I'm not going to put them in now. Yeah, well, not so, with me, but yeah. I think yeah, so Scum and Villainy has three different kinds of crews. You have the Star Dancer, which is illicit merchants, smugglers, and blockade runners. You have the Cerberus which is further back in the book than I thought. <laughs> uh, 
Here we go. Cerberus. Um, extraction specialist looking uh, to find missing people or items and claim bounties. And the Fire Drake. Rebels and criminals looking to protect the downtrodden and fight the hegemony. Or, in this case, the UPRC. Right. Um, we chose the star dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're, we're kind of a crew that does odd jobs. Um, but we haven't really gotten any... F- Farther than that, uh, the way that you create crews in Scum and Villainy uh, also, like, Scum and Villainy ties together the ship making with the crew making, and so some of the stuff that's in here isn't really going to apply to us, Um, but we can get a crew upgrade, uh, we can get two crew upgrades Mm -hmm. um, and a special ability. Yep. Um, (coughs) That involves... The part I've maybe worked the hardest on in this whole goddamn system. <laughs> That's the factions. As Brian weeps. Crew upgrades are tied to factions usually, right? Uh, not really. Well, oh. uh, y- yes, it's like the, because you, you're supposed to name, uh, you're supposed to figure out how you got the upgrades. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one faction helped you get an upgrade. You're on good terms. Did they broker a deal? Did you run a job for them? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other faction was screwed over when you got an upgrade. Did you steal the part from them? Was it a specific individual ship? Mm-hmm. Um, so it does it does affect that. Okay. Um, so upgrades we can have. Uh, training upgrades, crew gear, uh, ship upgrades, ship modules, um, or crew upgrades. Um, for the Star Dancer... We can have a couple different specific crew upgrades. Uh, false ship papers, um, which are just basically forged documents that help us get from place to place. Dark hyperspace lane maps that are routes through systems that aren't officially maintained, that are sometimes faster and less patrolled. Smuggler's rigging, which is a webbing or fake skin used to hold small items close to the body and a great way to sneak them past security. Uh, this is... Uh, like personal items that we wear. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucky Charm. Uh, which you basically start with an extra an, gambit. An extra gambit, which we already get from Molly. Yes, can that be so, so I, gambit? I am your Lucky Charm. That's <laughs> uh, me, Lucky Charms. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. Uh, and Thrill Seekers, where we can get an extra cr- uh, stress box. Um, the. Oh, so Thrill Seeker costs three upgrades yeah. to unlock, so yeah. that makes and, sense. And I'm Lucky like, Charm Damn. costs two to unlock, yeah. Okay. Um, we can get crew gear as well, an alien pet, which we don't have aliens, so that's neither here nor there. Uh, land transport, um, so like some kind of vehicle that allows us to get across land. Mm-hmm. Um, recon drone. Think kind of like the mule from Firefly, that yeah. weird hover forklift uh a small drone for surveillance uh survival gear you can't have a third dog uh, yeah i don't I think we need any right more down. pets no this uh, is a real robot not get another pet. what um <laughs> let's all can we have a gerbil a gerbil with That's a little only if you agree to feed it camera? and clean its cage once Just a, a week gerbil with a with a with gopro a on it ca- yeah uh <laughs> work or a workshop Mm-hmm. Um, which gives us uh, bonuses to like craft things, or we can get another crew training. Um, we automatically have training in insight, which means that if we spend downtime time action downtime actions to train in insight, we gain two XP instead of one XP. Mm-hmm. And you have a galley, right? 
Yes, we also have a galley uh, specifically because of the starting crew thing, um, which is in here. You guys can take a. Doesn't a galley allow you to have like a group? We have, yeah, we have an additional. We have an additional vice that is home cooking, Mm -hmm. um, where we can. It's an interesting one. Yeah, your whole crew gains home cooking as a vice. Right after a job, you may spend one cred and a downtime activity to cook for everyone, allowing the whole crew to present to make a vice roll. If anyone overindulges, a fight erupts, and everyone gains one stress after the vice roll. Requires a galley module. Oh my god! I want to do that, Cora. Robot Coras, uh, make it waffles. <laughs> so yeah, that's if we, we that is a special ability that we can take and yep. choose to. Ah! Um, you guys just get right. No, we it, we we is get one. Star- well, it says starting upgrades under start answer. Right. Um, so I think you just get a galley and you get insight. Just. No, we have a galley. We don't oh. get that ability. Oh. So like we no it it means we have we have a galley so we could take home cooking right away. Oh okay okay so home cooking is like a two step upgrade for other ships. Yeah it would be. Okay 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 cool 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 cool. Um, yeah I love that so much. (laughs) Um, so we need to choose a special ability. We need to choose two upgrades. We need to figure out who helped us get an upgrade and who we screwed over to get an upgrade. Um. So, if you guys want to take a look at the factions, those are who you are getting help from and also fucking over. So, mm-hmm. uh, throwing this out there, mm-hmm. I have a negative connection with a gambler, and Molly's vice is gambling. Okay. Um, well, uh, typically, you want it to be one of the factions. Right. I mean, we could have bet, like, a, an existing... Okay, so who, which, which faction, faction did that gambler belong to? Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> um heirloom coffins and more. <laughs> we <laughs> have a morgue, but they're uh, like a good, a they're good, good group. Guy. They're okay. good guys, actually. So heirlooms, cof- I've created sixteen factions. I whittled this down from twenty because um, I All cut right, out some redundant ones. I, I understand now. I, I, I initially was like. How does Austin come up with that many factions? And then you, st- I started with ten, <laughs> um, and it just ex- like well, it just makes logical sense for some of the groups to exist that weren't on there. Um, the more I thought about them, is but, this an um, idea people like or yeah yeah? What if it was Baron Carter? Yeah, yeah, Baron Carter. So Did Baron you name Carter that after Baron Corbin because you hate him. No, actually, he's from um, he's from a. It's. I kind of lifted a faction from uh, another Forging in the Dark system called. Uh, uh, oh, what is it? It's Cottonmouth County or Winter, County or something like that. Winter um, definitely calls them Baron Corbin. Okay. The so Baron Carter. Uh, he is an ambitious gangster who has been carving out territory in the bleed at an alarming and frankly impressive rate. Young, hungry, and ambitious. Uh, he wants the throne, and he um, and uh, he's not going to let anyone get in his way. Uh, <clears throat> Oops, we got in his way. So, so what did we? What did we win from him that that allowed us to get the upgrade? 
or maybe you won the upgrade. Or, yeah, or we won the, or it was like something that we just like you won. won crucial parts. Or yeah, maybe we won the land transport that way. That's true. You guys could have a sick land transport. Like it could be right. Yeah, you yeah. raced for pinks and yeah, Molly. <laughs> Molly went double or nothing. I guess Baron and... Carter is now Dom Toretto. Um, or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Winter at another table, just like, I see that you are cheating, sir. (laughs) (laughs) So we got land transport from Baron Carter. And that puts you at a negative one with him. Yeah, the other faction, uh, so we get a negative two status with them. At your your option, the crew can spend one cred to mollify them and take minus one status with them instead. Eh, what's the fun in that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh. Okay. And who is who's your friend who helped you guys out? Um. There's a couple of, of cool, positive folks. So heirloom coffins and more. Um, they are a a much, They're kind of more loose than the other gangs. Um, they're in in uh, community is really important to them. Uh, they'll rob. A UPRC-backed bank. They'll gun down a Ricky Patrol, and they'll help you make your house payment. Don't you worry none about making re- repaying them. I mean it. Could I get uh, them on the call for my student loans? <laughs> <laughs> them um, or the Johnnies? Yeah, the Johnnies are uh, a somewhat religious organization, loosely based on kind of like a new monasticism, like Christianity, and the followers of the apocalypse from Fallout New Vegas. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> Uh, somewhat religious group focused on making citizens of the bleed more self-sufficient. Uh, they'll teach you how to plant crops, run a small solar farm, and, mainta- and maintain firearms. You know, for hunting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and their leader is Lament Harlow, uh, using uh, Zizer pronouns. Uh, heirloom coffins and more. Their leader was Credence Farlow. Um, no relation uh, she, her pronouns. Uh, let's see. What's another cool group? I kind of like the ghost of old Dale. <laughs> yeah. The ghost of old Dale, uh, an organizer of, of air quotes, private, i.e. illegal races, um, generally found on the shadier parts of the network. Uh, they are always, uh, the rate, the races are always high risk and always high reward. I like them. I feel. I feel like the I'll leader. Like, the leader of the ghost of Old Dale is the ghost of Old Dale. This is officially about horse races and gambling, and I love it already. Yeah, I feel like oh, it's I'll NASCAR. Like, thank you. And gambling entered into one of these races and fucking won. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or is it no one, by the races? way, you all have not met the ghost of Old Dale. No. Like you've is met no somebody. One. They said they were the ghost of Old Dale. You highly doubt that. No one meets the ghost, ghost of, of Old Dale. Dale. Yeah. Is it like spaceship races? Yeah. yeah. Or land races. Or pod races. I can pod, drive anything. This is pod racing. <laughs> huh? Oh my. Um, what, did, what, what upgrade do we want to get for that? I love our gamblers. I kind of, I like either the false ship papers or the dark hyperspace lane maps, to be honest. I like. See, and I was leaning towards smugglers rigging. Mm. That, smugglers I would rigging be down important. for that, too. I, I like smugglers rigging. I okay. think. It lets you carry an extra item, which is interesting. Yeah. 
So that means you can pack light and basically get medium. Word. Okay, I'll put that down. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Some of these other groups I'm very proud of, frankly. They're very good. They're very good. <laughs> now I we need we to, to decide on a starting ability. So we have the getaway, um, which gives us plus one die to delivery jobs, engagement rolls, um, and increased potency on scramble or helm. Uh, Cargo eye, we earn an additional cred for certain jobs. Field repairs, we get extra potency when repairing our ship. We can spend gambits to get additional die in certain, certain situations. Leverage, your crew knows how to pull strings and cash cash in favors. Uh, when we lay low, you can take minus one status, status with a faction to better or or better to reduce your wanted level. Um, passing through, we take minus one heat from the job. Oh, I like that one I a like lot. that one too. Yeah. I'm I like that one that. a lot. During payoff, take minus one heat from the job. When your heat is four or less, you get plus one D to deceive people when you pass yourselves off as ordinary citizens, and you still have two downtime op- actions, even if you're at war with any faction, as they have trouble locating you. I like that yep. one a lot. I like that one a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Um, cool. So, is there anything else we need to cover that I'm not thinking of? Uh... We start with two gambits, except mm-hmm. we actually start with you three start gambits. Threes. Yeah, because you have um, Molly. Hi. What is our upkeep? So during uh, during downtime, we have to pay for upkeep of the ship. Otherwise, it starts falling into disrepair. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it recommended that upkeep is usually two, but here on the sheet, it says one for now. Um, so I think one for now, and then we'll change it as the like okay. as the ship gets more complicated, it will become more complicated to upkeep. Okay. Or some shit goes down with the ship. Yep. Or all that macaroni yeah. breaks loose and gets stuck in yep. things. Yeah. This is this. I'm your mechanic. Trust my repair what? skills. The fridge, oh, the fridge isn't. Oh, the fridge closed. Oh, I'm sorry. That's probably me. I probably did. Oh, okay. We're blowing um, up. The fridge isn't closed. Oh my god. Okay. So for the record. If you expend all three quirks on your vehicle and or mech... Four quirks. Four quirks. Dang it. I always keep thinking three. I don't know why. Um, maybe it used to be three um, in an earlier version of it. The If you spend all four quirks, your mech has to basically come back to base unless you want to keep pushing your mech. Yeah, it gets, it gets a... So the way that mechs work is that... Uh, quirks are basically like stress, but you can have a maximum of four. So if you expend all four of your quirks, you take the equivalent of a ship trauma, which is a breakdown. Yeah. And you have to bring your mech, like your mech has to come out of the scene. And so right now you don't have any upkeep cost on your mechs. If your mech breaks down, there's an upkeep cost associated with getting your mech back up and running. And we'll determine, we'll probably take down a case by case basis on like what actually happened to the mech. And depending on if you pushed it further and everything along those lines. Um, Also, huh? Uh, One last thing. I guess I'm going to do a little bit of like world building housekeeping. Um, So major players uh, that we talked about. So if you hadn't listened to any of our building of the bleed stuff, you probably should because it's really good. (laughs) Especially the episode that came just before this one where we play Spirit of 77. It was really good. Um... 
but you've heard us mention the UPRC. That is the United Planetary Ruling Council. It is the sort of hegemonic government um, of the system. Um, everything is under the purview of the UPRC. The bleed, the liminal ring, and the core planets, those are all governed by the UPRC. Um, the separatist sort of war that happened in the bleed happened about seven years ago. Uh, it was with a coalition of independent planets, the uh, CIP or SIP, um, they were exactly what I said on the tin coalition of independent planets. The the separatist movement did not work out because independent planets were independent, and some of them went back to the fold of the UPRC for various reasons, um, weakening their hold. Things just didn't work out. Um, the for the most part. There didn't used to be a heavy up uh, upric uh, presence on the bleed. Post that whole war thing, there has been more <laughs> of a presence out here on the frontier. Though people do still, their grasp is still significantly less less uh, definite than say if you were on one of the liminal planets or on the core. Um, we've been talking about the mechs. Uh, the mechs are basically taking a lot of inspiration from Titanfall when it comes from the mechs. So a mech is a big, complicated, human-sized robot. And a human being honestly could not drive a mech with just some joysticks and foot pedals. Uh, I don't care, Battletech. That's just not how it could possibly work. Um, so to help with that, there is a low-level AI inside of the mechs that functions essentially like a math coprocessor for an old computer, boosting the efficiency of a human brain uh, through like a like a low-level neural interface. Um, that helps them drive the mechs. The Wyvern is a big old ship, and Awain should not be able to drive it by themselves yep. because you need two pilots for a ship this big. Winter helps sometimes. Yep. True, but Winter is not what you would call a pilot. No, it's yeah. mostly so that <laughs> Winter has something to do if there's a mech battle. Yeah. Um, what primarily functions as the co-pilot is a, a mech AI that Awain jacked and put in this ship to be able to help drive the ship. Yep. Um, so that won't cause any sort of complications down the line if you listen to any none. of the Building the Bleed episodes. Definitely not. None at all. Um, none at all. <laughs> there's not going to be just one sentient robot, kids. Strap in. <laughs> oh, all the sentient the... robots. Winter probably talks to the AI, but like uh, doesn't realize it's sentient. It was just we don't like, know where it's at yet. Like, like yeah. R2 talking it. to the Falcon. Hmm. I mean, oh. does the AI... So is it like on FTL when they had Carrie's ship where, like, the AI would, like, display messages in the oh, hallway? you mean Davenport? Yeah, when <laughs> when the AI would, like, display messages in the hallway and be like, oh, this person fell. Are you okay? Um, and they respond, like, yes, I'm fine. And it's like, oh, okay, I will not follow up any further. I honestly haven't decided... Ig- or is it... Exactly where I'm at yet. Or is it something like... Oh, sorry. Is it yeah. something like we don't know it's there at all? Um, currently you don't know that it's there at all. It's just doing its job. Okay. Yeah. It's primarily just a pilot. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily running the other ship system. It's honestly primarily just a co-pilot. So it's yeah. not but like opening doors automatically. It's not no. regulating temperatures and no. air. No. And... No. 
Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, no more so than those systems are already automated. Okay. Yeah. 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 Those you know, systems don't necessarily it, have an AI running them. Right. They're just it's running. just a thermostat. Okay. So, or an oxygen purifier. With but it's it. not all linked to the same hub. No. no. Okay. No. No. The ship is built in such a way that it, that you can't just take out the life support system. Yeah. So. Honestly, you probably That's have fair. more control of the life support systems than the AI does. Okay. Because you're the mechanic and you work in the engine room. Okay. Okay. All right. Is there anything else? Lunch. 